I, 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 smooth sailing for this one, hopefully. It's like, shh, you said it out loud. <laughs> Knock Jinxed on wood, us. you know. Woo. Um, yeah, th- this feels weird. I'm like oddly suspicious that we haven't had a hiccup yet, uh, or some kind of technical difficulty. So we'll see. We'll see how how this like gear your com- goes. Your computer's literally gonna like sprout legs and run off and be like, no, where's it going? I got fucking out of here, Kyle. That's what's gonna happen. This is Biden's time. Moving on up to the inside. Getting a I'm better gonna life. Podcast, you are not going to make me do all this slave labor all the time. <laughs> I don't know why your computer talks like Mickey Mouse, but it does. Like, oh, yeah, bye, bye, Kyle. I'm out oh, of here. Bye, kids. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, yeah, but here, here we are with episode 21 of The Captain's Log, one of the many podcasts we do here at The Whatnots. Uh, this is our off-topic show, so you never know what you're going to get each week. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Eric Mannix. What's up, Hello. dude? Nothing, just chilling. How, how, is, how has your week been? What's, what's been uh, going on at the Mannix household? So, uh, it's been a weird transition because I finished up doing everything I needed to do for the movie. Uh, that was my whole August. Uh, and now that we're in September, it's uh, going back to school time. And so, we had an open uh-huh. house for both of the kids uh, a couple days ago. Emma is four now, and she's going to be in preschool. There she you got go. to go. Uh, and that was really cool because the preschool teacher is actually an old work colleague of, of my wife, Tessa's. So, so they used to work together for like, gosh, like 10 years. Okay. Um, and she recently, uh, yeah, transitioned to doing the preschool thing. So, so I know her teacher already and I know that she's really awesome. And, uh, that's been really cool. And then Kate, my oldest is seven now and she's a second grader and, uh, so yeah, she loves school. She's super, super into it. So she was stoked out of her little mind to be back. Um, she just like does homework all the time. She's she's super, super into school. She uh, she gets that from her mom, not from me. <laughs> but uh, so so uh, so that's been cool. Uh, it's really exciting to see the kids. You know, all happy about that and getting to see their friends again and all that cool stuff. Um, it's also sad though because you know I see my family the most during the summer and uh, right. we got to do a lot of cool stuff. That was a big part of the reason you know, I left, you know, out of the fridge was to, you know, spend more time with the family, and I was able to do that more this year than I have in a long time. And like we went on a vacation for an entire week, which is something I you know, haven't done in forever. That's awesome. And uh, so yeah, that was really cool, really awesome. So it was a little bittersweet this week because they're all happy to go back and do their thing, but that means you know, back to being ships in the night. Sometimes uh, there's days where I don't see uh tessa or kate all that much it's like i see him in the morning and i see him right before I, I go to work uh some days but uh yeah it's been cool uh and also yeah i was just so busy doing the movie that i got so used to having all my time booked up and now i have some free time again and so i've kind of I, I bought a pack well, uh, thank you for at gracing the shop. us with your <laughs> presence <laughs> yes i'm back i listened to that episode by the way but, i could yeah. tell <laughs> you motherfuckers how dare you you're uh, talking shit what i did with my time this week yeah talking so much shit um 
someone like five years ago or something brought in some sealed packs of comic book cards. Um, I was, was wondering what those were because I, I saw them on 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 your Twitter. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been tweeting about it. Well, the Marvel ones, the Marvel ones, I bought like immediately then, um, and I and I because uh, I still. Y'all, fuck, no, no, that was like seven years ago, Jesus. Yeah, because when I bought the Marvel ones, I still had two jobs. Uh, when I started at the shop, I did two, my two jobs for nine months about, and before I quit the other job. The other job was, uh, I was a care provider, and at that point, I was just, um, I was just doing fill-in, which just meant I did graveyard shifts all the time, basically, because that's okay. like, whenever people, whenever, whenever people punk out and don't show up to work at, at, at my old care providing job, nine times out of ten, it was a graveyard shift on a Friday night, mysteriously, <laughs> Yeah, like, hmm, I wonder why it's only on Friday and Saturday night that no one wants to come in. Like it's they such a go do that other I stuff. get sick at that time. Yeah. So, um, so what I did with those Marvel cards then is I, you know, I bought the box and it was sealed and everything, and I opened them up and uh, you know I spent the entire night like organizing them and um, that was really fun. So this and is like I, Marvel, sty- like baseball style cards. Yeah, what, it was like exactly? how they used to do in the the early to mid nineties. That was like a big thing. Um, was they were trading cards, and it was just like baseball cards where they would have like you know stats on the back and like uh it's so oftentimes it would be like oh this person's first appearance was in this comic and whatever and okay. like some cards even had like this is their power level as far as like their physical strength and their energy production and their intelligence and whatever it depended on the card some were like you know a little different but usually it was uh you know big kind of like portraits on on the front and then um you know whatever would be on the back would would you know vary depending on like the series but often there was some kind of like you know whatever made up stats on there and then uh, since it was the 90s a lot of times there was like hologram cards or some kind of super shiny insert card some kind of like first you know rare cards yeah exactly foil cover (laughs) but uh yeah with the with the the Marvel ones, I, I I've had those for a long time, and then uh, we've been we 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 got an ups we doubled the upstairs at the shop. I think Jess mentioned that um, when she was on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had like this like mezzanine for the we have this entire game room. Our, our shop is so enormous, um, but we doubled the length of the game room, so it runs the entire length of the store now. So it's just like. I think it's like 5,500 square feet. It's enormous. Um, but it's all like gaming tables, and then there's a cafe up there. Um, it's been really cool, but for the last month, there's it's the shop's been under construction, and, and we've been moving stuff around. Well, during the move, we moved like a bookshelf, and I found this sealed box of Cos- DC Cosmic cards from 1991. And they even had my name written on the cellophane. Did they uh, really? Said, Man, it's right on there. Yeah, so somewhat cuz well cuz Gab knew I wanted them so she she put she like held them for me but then again they like they like hit, they fell behind something and so for literally 7 years I like forgot about them. That's and crazy. So I bought, yeah, so I bought them I bought them a couple days ago um finally and uh I spent the last couple days watching romantic comedies um <laughs> because because I'm writing, uh, I'm writing the next movie that we're gonna do, and it's gonna be a romantic comedy. And I've seen plenty okay. of romantic comedies, but now I'm I'm rewatching some that I I know Need I a like ref- already. A refresher course. Yeah, and and I'm kind of I'm the type of person that like I need to know what the rules are, you know, before I break them, right? You know, um, <laughs> and so I'm kind of. 
I'm not just rewatching these. I was, I'm also looking for like inspiration. I'm kind of like, you know, okay, what are some of the tropes and the kind of story beats that you need to hit and be able to call yourself a romantic comedy kind of thing is what I'm doing. And as I've been watching these movies on, on Netflix, I've been putting together these these old ancient comic book cards from 1991 and putting them in a binder and getting them all organized. I was going to say, you have the like, the like nine or the, the, three by three oh i've got the three pocket i've got the nine pocket pages yeah i bought i had a bunch (laughs) left over from well you know the the other set um and i managed to have just enough um yeah i managed to get the entire set with the exception of they did five or they did they did 10 hologram cards and i got five of the 10 so i got half of the series it's not bad um in the holograms yeah um and those are really cool like i got like a cool wonder woman one and yeah there was definitely some 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 dope cards and they're a lot of fun um some of it's really funny though because like um this particular set they'll do like it's just what Golden Age, you know, Wonder Woman looked like, and here's what, like, Silver Age Super, or, or Wonder Woman looked like, and here's, like, what Modern, you know, looked like. And um, so I like that they had, like, different iterations of, like, the same characters sometimes. Um, and for the most part, the art's really solid. The thing that's fucked up, though, is, like, the big Barda card literally has her vacuuming in, like, pink bunny slippers. Like... Big That's Barda, one of the, the most badass like, warriors ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I mean, like, it's not completely sexist bullshit. Like, all the Wonder Woman ones look really awesome and, you know, heroic and badass. So it's like... But it's just of all the characters, like, uh, yeah, that's but, like, one Big of the Barda, most well-known... Big Barda is such a badass, like, dude. Warriors, well, it's yeah. Just, it's especially funny, like, right now because there's that amazing, you know, Mr. Miracle series out, like, yes. right now that everyone's buzzing about. And, of course, that's got Barda in it. So it's like, now more than ever she's like you know in in the geek kind of spotlight and so it's it's extra funny right now and funny enough that that in in that they definitely do uh have have them in a much more domestic setting or like having domestic conversations like in the midst of some like war on apocalypse you know so oh yeah Funny stuff. So I, I'm kind of surprised yeah. that the that you were still able to buy them if they've been like behind some shelf for seven yeah 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 years. Well, everyone you, just you, forgot you about them, in, including them in myself. System. Yeah, and they were still in perfect shape. You know, they were again, they were sealed in the box. So it's a it's a crazy kind of time capsule. That's you know, funny. I mean, God, I, I was. I was in the fifth grade when these cards came out, and I'm 38 years old now. So yeah, these cards are super old. Um, but yeah, they were they're they're in perfect shape. You know, we got to open each individual pack, and like it was it was wild. Um, that would be like me I, finding unopened packages of like the original Pokemon cards ten years from now. It's rare, but it happens, you know. Um, we had someone recently bring in a bunch of old, like, magic sets, and they were, like, sealed boosters, and that's, like, you know, some of those old cards can be worth a ton. You yeah. Know? It depends on what For it is, and it's one of those, collectors you know, of course you don't stuff. know until you open it. But, um, yeah, um, it was fun. Uh, I was a Marvel kid. I didn't get into DC proper until, honestly, the last 10-ish years um it's been fairly recent you know considering i've been reading comics for for so long i mean i liked batman as a kid but like who doesn't right um 
but I didn't read a ton of like his comics. I think like I read parts of Nightfall when it was coming out, and like I'd read whatever my friends had. But it was mostly Marvel, so I had tons of the Marvel cards. So like the Marvel set that I bought a few years ago, I had had some of the cards back then. Um, so, but I never owned DC cards. Uh, that just it wasn't my scene. So it's fun now to yeah go revisit that part of my childhood because at the time I didn't pay like too much attention to them. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a trip. Because um, yeah, like in '91, it was like it was Wally, you know, firmly yeah. as 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 the, as the Flash. As the Flash, they hadn't. They had Mark like, Wade was uh, just Bar- jumping on the book then. Yeah, like Mar- uh, Bart Allen hadn't been invented yet, and uh, Barry had been dead for like you know five years or something, six years, and um, so it's a trip. Like Hal Jordan, his card, he has like the white temples because mm-hmm. that was like all the lead up to uh, Emerald uh, Twilight and all that stuff, where he kills the Green Lantern Corps, and like uh, yeah, it's a trip. So it's definitely it's definitely a trip to see. Um, you know, kind of that era. And it's funny seeing, like, because the cards, again, they'll say modern age, and it's like, modern age from 1991. And of course, well, God, that was... Side note, before you get too far away, did did you hear about the stuff about uh, Gerard Jones recently? Uh, Was that the child... The child pornography stuff? Yeah, I saw some of that on Twitter, and that sucks, and that's really fucked up, and that's (coughs) not cool. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm not gonna go t- t- too much into it, but yeah, he was the one writing Green Lantern right around that time. Yeah, uh, and I know he did a lot of translations. Uh, if if I'm not mistaken, it's the same person because we um I, we did an old episode of the Whatnots podcast, um, which is now the review show on yeah. uh, Romno one half on the manga. And if I'm not mistaken, Gerard Jones did the English translations of that book, uh, which, which, yeah, I, I, I happened to see that as we were writing it uh, when, when, when we were, and I was like, no way, I'm reading the Green Lantern of that he's, you know, making right now. But uh, yeah, crazy, cr- 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 crazy stuff happened in there. But yeah, anyways. Back to the trading cards. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I have much else to say about it. Just, um, it's been a trip. Um, well, I kind of, I have two modes. I have, like, super lazy mode where I want to just sit around and play video games all day. Mm -hmm. And then I have, like, I have to work mode. And I've been in I have to work mode for a while, um... And uh, I've been, yeah, again, trying to write this new movie and everything. And I do really enjoy, you know, the creative process. That's why I love photography and all this other stuff. Um, so at first I almost felt guilty, like, just taking some time to just chill out and just, like, work on these cards. And then I kind of had to stop and think to myself, you know, sometimes it's okay to just kind of yeah. just kind of veg out, man, and just kind of unpack and unwind. Sometimes and, like, you just... need it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, but I get so in that zone, right? And so it's been nice kind of just, frankly, uh, decompressing and just, just chilling out. And Emma's been coming up and sitting by me, and she'll be like, oh, I know who that is, that's Wonder Woman, and I get, that's Green Lantern, and it's kind of cool, like, all the characters she knows. Um, and there's, awesome. Yeah, some of those characters I've never even fucking heard of. So, <laughs> some of those characters apparently did not survive past the early 90s, or if they did, they're so 
fucking obscure. I haven't seen him in anything. Yeah. yeah, but that's been a trip, and that's been like the 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 weird thing this week, I guess, is um, the reintroduction of uh, trading cards. I've got a couple of binders full of them sitting around. Are are your kids into like Pokemon or stuff like that? Have, not have they not so much. They I don't think know much about what it is. Um, they like. They like Disney Princess stuff a lot. They like Star Wars a lot. They like um, they like superheroes a lot. They lean okay. more towards DC than Marvel, um, uh, but I think it's mostly because DC, especially like the, the 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 female superheroes, they look more regal. You know, like they usually have capes and things like that. And like <laughs> yeah. like Wonder Woman just like looks cooler than like most. I mean, Wonder Woman is cooler than like everybody, but like. Um, like you look at like you know Batgirl and Wonder Woman and and uh, Supergirl and like they all you know I don't know they just look more they look more royal you know sure. something like I guess Di- like Diana is royalty so um, I think my kids gravitate towards that they're just they're icon they're iconic characters and like so they love to you know dress up as them for for Halloween and they'll, cool. they'll go to the con they'll go to the cons you know wearing those outfits and then they'll alternate between it's basically like you know one year at Emerald City they'll be you know Elsa and then the next year Kate will be uh, you know Wonder Woman and whatever and they've had like three or four just within Wonder Woman outfits and they've yeah. They're really into it, but yeah, they're more into the the DC side. Um, yeah, but that's cool. So they're little they're little nerds like me. <laughs> so I, I, but in Kate's Kate's a big Kate's a big tabletop gamer. Um, oh, okay. But they haven't quite discovered card based games yet. I feel like it's probably inevitable. But they have eventually. Like I'm like they've seen Pokemon, so like they they would know what it is, you know. Uh, they might not know what it was called, but like if they saw like, you know like Squirtle or whatever, they'd be like, oh, okay, I've seen that because of course I work in a shop and uh, that that's a gaming and comic shop, so they yeah. they've been exposed to it. But at this point, Kate's mostly um, you know doing simpler kid games. I think like King of Tokyo is like one of the most complicated ones we have at this point. But uh, never heard of it. I think in their future, especially with yeah, especially with Kate. King King Tokyo is really fun. You get to be um, you're all monsters, and you're basically like you know Godzilla or King Kong or whatever. And like one person's in charge of like the city, and everyone else is trying to like to to destroy them and take over. Basically, so it's like King of the Hill. Basically, okay. Um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, because you you just, you get to be monsters. So who wouldn't want to do that? But I yeah. feel like inevitably Kate exactly. Will- probably get into like like i could see her being into D when she's when she's older because she's got a really healthy imagination and she loves to create um and she's very social and she's really into gaming um so i could see i could see her being pretty into it emma who knows emma just likes whatever kate likes at this point you know so i could see her yeah. tagging along for the ride but uh, are you know. are you are you into the D stuff i don't think i've I'm not. I just don't mention it. I'm not much of a gamer, honestly. Past video games, and even with video games, I'm really behind eternally on everything. Like I haven't played anything new. I haven't played Overwatch or or any any of the games that people talk about now. I've never played them ever. Um, Overwatch, Fortnite, Spider Man. Yeah, Fortnite. All these. Like, like, like I know what they are. You know, and that's about it. And honestly, sadly, this is gonna make me sound really old, but like most of my information comes from the shop. Like we'll get in new action figures. We'll get in like pop figures, and I'm like, okay. 
Like that's why I've heard Eva game. and some of those characters are only be only because you know we sell stuff with them on it. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I at least know that that's a character in the game. I couldn't tell you like <laughs> if they're any good or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know who the more popular ones are just because people ask about you know the merchandise more. But that's that's you know my extent of my knowledge. I think D and D is really cool. I I think I would like it. The thing with me is I'm a talker, dude. I, I <laughs> if you didn't know. I, I can't fucking shut up. I just can't. Uh, so I'm really shit with most games because I don't pay attention. I'm just, like, talking the whole time. What and about the, DMing? Like, what if you're you're, you're, you're the one, like, bringing um, everyone I, else on that? I might be better at that. Um, that requires you being, like, organized, though, and I am <laughs> fucking not. I'm a hot mess. Um, so basically, I'm the annoying asshole that, like, you know, your friend brought over, and I'll just talk the whole time and sip on coffee, and I'll just, I'll make everyone laugh. Like, everyone, everyone will have a good time, but then every, like, you know, 10 minutes, I'll be like, Manix, I'm like, wow, what? And then, like, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. Like, I, I don't know. You just described like, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I basically, like, I lose interest in the actual game very quickly, only because okay, I don't pay attention, frankly. And that's with every game. That's with, like, you know, Monopoly and Risk and anything. And, like, again, lots of D&D and Pathfinder happens at the shop, and it looks really cool. And, uh, like, I do love role-playing games, and I do love, uh, you know, fantasy stuff. So there's a part of me that thinks, yeah, I would like it. And then the other thing, too, is um, my perception, at least, is you need to have a lot of consistent um, free time to get into some of these play campaigns because they can last for months. And you and most people I know that play it, they play at least you know, at know. least once a week, but usually yeah. usually two or three times, usually two or three times a week often. And I think that'd be cool. And there's part of me that would be like, I would love to have a solid group of people that I could continually do that with. I definitely see the appeal of it. I think it's awesome. I simply don't have that consistent of. I know um, that Melissa, schedule, you know, with like kids and all that, who hosts the uh, the review show with me, does a like a role play podcast. Uh, where they yeah. they do some kind of adventure. I, I've I've listened to some of the initial stuff that they did, but I've not ventured into it more than that. Um, but that stuff always sounds really fun to <laughs> me. At, yeah. at, at least to yeah. do some like one-off episodes. I think it could it it could be pretty fun eventually for like all of us here at the whatnots. If we're like, we need to find some, someone who's gonna come up with some game for us and then we'll make characters and then record it all and it'll be like a one or two episode thing and that's that that would be fun i i have been thinking a lot too um since i've been delving into like different you know creative things just kind of dipping my toes uh like with the acting and stuff it's not like my normal scene i don't necessarily know if I'm good at it, but it was fun to try it out. Um, I don't listen to a lot of um, podcasts anymore because I don't have a lot of time, but I know like one of the cool things you can do is do like story driven podcasts yep. that are like scripted out. And I, it's not something I've I've ever gotten into, but audio I could see the community. appeal. Yeah, like an audio drama kind of thing. Yeah. I could see the appeal in doing that because I do love to tell stories, and um, the acting part's fun and. Um, I don't know. That's um, I. I literally, you know, it was like three days ago. I was like, that'd be kind of cool someday. But it's, 
one of those many irons in the fire with every other thing I have at this point. I have no idea what it would be. Yeah, or, that's you know, that's what, the what same thing with, with with me. I I like to dip my fingers into all sorts of pies. Be like, ooh, I'm gonna try out writing. I'm gonna try out yeah. photography. I want to make an audio drama one day. I want to make also a sculpture. Easily distracted, which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I I, I kind of go in phases though too. Like I'll 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 do something and get into it for a year or two, um, and I'll yeah I can I'll understand that dive hardcore or even like on a smaller scale. Like my hobbies, as most people know, are uh, comic books, video games, and watching t- TV and stuff like that. But I'll yeah. I'll go in cycles where I'll do nothing but video games for like a month. And then I'm super behind on comics. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit, now I have to go read all of this. So I read a whole bunch of c- comics. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm all comicsed out. I'm going to sit here and watch a bunch of Netflix shows. Um, and then, yeah, and I'm just like, you know what? I haven't played video games in a while. In a, in a while. So then now I'm going to go do that. And I just go in this big old cycle. No, oh, that I definitely understand. Um I tend to get, um, because I don't have too many hobbies that I'm into, so I tend to get, like, really almost obsessive on it, and, like, like with photography, when I got into it, I just started reading books on it and just practicing all the time and, like, anything I could think of to try to improve, you know, and then, like, it was pretty cool because I got to the point where people were, like, giving me their old, like, textbooks, and that was a trip because I started to realize, oh, a lot of my friends at least dabbled in photography at one point. It's, I mean, it makes sense. It's a really popular hobby. It's one of the most popular ones out there, I would say, so, um, that was really cool. It was the same thing when I was younger and I got really into guitar and it was just like, you know, always buying guitar magazines and consistently playing all the time. And I'd put the TV on and just watch whatever, some ridiculous fucking talk show, yes. but I'd be playing guitar for like hours. And so, yeah, Side I, note, I I'm clothes. working on some songs for Questionable Commentary. Um, Beautiful. You, I, I, I made one that I liked uh, after, after you had said, like, I want it to be a cheesy... 80s song i was like hell yes um but i don't know if it's the kind of 80s you're looking for so i'm making a couple options to to spread it out oh, i am media. looking forward to hearing it yeah i uh I'm, I'm just really looking forward to getting questionable commentary out there i mean indie focus too but like questionable you know we've been working on it for like a year and a half we, at this point we so do actually like need to you know what let's uh let's take a quick break so to speak in a sec here let me do some housekeeping because i want to mention something about uh indie focus pod but to mention that i kind of need to mention something something else anyways uh for those of you guys listening out there we have some housekeeping to run through uh first of all now that we have all our rss feeds uh fixed and situated and stuff like that uh we need some help on youtube and twitch uh if 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 you guys are listening to this as a podcast thank you uh but we could also use your help on youtube and twitch so go give us a follow uh you can search for us on youtube just type in the whatnots podcast and our channel will pop up uh, and on Twitch, we are twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Uh, we could use all the followers and help uh, we can get on there. Because once we get, I think it's 100 followers on YouTube or 100 subs- subscribers, um, 
we can actually get a custom URL. It, it's not some random nice. string of alphanumerics. Uh, and on Twitch, I think once we get 50 followers, we can finally get a subscribe button, and people can potentially pay, like, sub- subscribe to our ch- channel and pay uh, us, which would, yeah, it would be super helpful. Uh, we also do have a Patreon in the meantime, so you guys can help us at patreon.com slash the whatnots, but uh, the help on Twitch would be uh, super uh super duper as well so you guys could follow us on there uh also reviews on itunes now that we have all these new that's the that's the rss feed that'll help out a ton uh, podcasts yeah yeah the the way the algorithm works i mean we've probably mentioned before but i feel like it's been a while on on i on itunes uh you're more visible essentially the more reviews you have so like if someone types in w for example right now you probably get like a bajillion options yeah but if we the more and more and more people review us it might get to the point where you type in we'll w get up H on and the search like, results. whatnots yeah. is number three on the list or yeah. something You're like oh cool and it might you know it's one of those things and then you know uh we could potentially get in the new and no- noteworthy section um which is really cool and they basically do like a little like feature on you basically where you're on essentially the front page of the podcast along with you know a short list of other kind of curated ones and and that can give you a bump as well um and and so, yeah c- definitely consistent reviews too because like uh the whatnots podcast i think had a total of like 41 or 42 reviews but we hadn't gotten one in like yeah. a year and a half, you know. So it's not it's not really up to date, is is the thing. So it's 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 a mix oh, of sure, the number sure. of reviews and uh, like current reviews. Um, it's also nice just to know, you know, just just you know, on thinking. a personal level, it's nice to know, like, are you listening? Like, because it's hard to know when you're can just I, throwing it out there into the void. You can know? I c- kind so, of bitch about something? Am, am, I allowed to bitch about people who listen to the podcast? Wow, it is You're allowed to, thunderstorming. This is America. You can bitch um, about whatever you want. <laughs> so we we have a very small, humble following uh, here at the Whatnots. Um, actually, you know what? Let's back up a bit. So we we did the the this hashtag Pottern Family for a while when uh, the Whatnots was first starting out. And it helped us out a ton in a bunch of different way, in a bunch of different ways. But it's it's still not perfect, is the thing. And I learned a lot. And uh, in doing certain things, I, I learned it's like, oh, I'm actually doing things I shouldn't be. Um, what is this dog doing? Maddox, what are you up to? You're a big scaredy cat. Uh, my roommate's dog hates thunder, uh, and it is thunderstorming out right now. But um, so we were using this hashtag Pottern Family, and it was kind of a "I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine" kind of thing. If if if, if y- yeah, you yeah. retweet a bunch of other people who use that hashtag, then supposedly they're supposed to retweet you and stuff like that. And that seems fantastic for like hype train stuff uh and you know if 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 any of our listeners are using it it's it's still fantastic one thing i don't like about it though is it clutters up the feed 
like our, our if if someone looks at our twitter feed and i have a whole bunch of potter and family retweets on there it's it makes it that much more difficult for them to find our own stuff yeah it's hard it's it's a lot of clutter it's it's hard to cut through the noise um and then it seems like inevitably there's a point of attrition where you know you uh you might retweet like 50 other episodes in in like the week between your episodes coming out and you might get like you know 23 retweets out of it so it's one of those like it, it, you're almost yeah. never getting back what you're putting into it as well i stopped using potter and family a while ago um i'm grateful for it yeah um, same when when it was working i i met a lot of nice folks doing it there's still some shows i listen to now um because of Ponder Family, so I'm grateful that it was a thing, but I do feel like it's dead now. I don't feel like it, like, I feel like the the the, the wind is out of its sails. Um, yeah. It just seems like, I don't know, the and community moved, moved on or something. What it ultimately did for us is it, it inflated our number of downloads and our, our followers on Twitter. Uh, and I basically went through through and yeah unfollowed a whole bunch of people it was it was like it was shows that i didn't care about shows that were only around for two months and then you know stopped um pod fading man yeah and that and it it was the 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 thing of like i know like you're you're in accounting podcast i know for a fact you've never ever listened to our show and never will yeah. like i like i don't see why i should promote your content if you're not actually a fan uh, you, you, you know like if if i don't actually like you your show why should i promote it if you don't actually like our show why should you promote it like that yeah. stuff doesn't make sense and so i stopped using it i unfollowed a bunch of those people um, I started doing things a little bit differently because I was also originally posting the direct link to our episodes in Twitter, and we were getting, uh, in a month at our peak, we were getting like 10,000 downloads a month, and then I stopped That's that, and yeah. our numbers plummeted, and I was like, oh, that actually kind of makes sense because there's a lot of bots that follow links and and stuff and i i did some research and yeah that was one of the things i found don't post like the direct link to the like dot mp3 where your thing is hosted because there's so many bots out there that will just hit links and stuff and that interesting that counts as a download so it like it went now you know the super now you know the super out there like taking notes like definitely post the link let's pump them numbers up pump yeah. the numbers pump yeah. up jeans those rick yeah those, those ricky numbers pump those numbers up um but yeah so i mean so it it, it it's basically all of that said is i i want to get a better picture of like who is following us and who actually listens to this show and who our fan base actually is or who our li- yeah. listeners are yeah um That'd be awesome. And so, yeah, like d- dwindling down that number uh, is fantastic. But the iTunes reviews help. Uh, interacting with us on Twitter helps a lot. Um, there was a whole a whole 
bunch of stuff that we put out for free on Patreon in years past that it's like, I don't know if anyone is actually listening to this or checking it out. There was really no way to tell. Um, So all all of the the interaction helps, and we barely get any interaction. Um, except for our True. ourselves, yeah. which I mean, hey, we're we're yeah. small. We've only been doing this for a couple a couple years, you know. So I'm I'm not expecting much, but still, it 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 lifts our our spirits when when it's just like, hey guys, I listened to this week's episode. It was shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks. Well, it's, it's it's funny because um, you know, in my out of the fridge days, you know, I I ran the website and I knew all the numbers for everything, and uh, so I knew there was people listening. But yeah, we very very rarely got any kind of social interaction on online yeah. um, from anyone. Um, so like I knew we had a fan base and I knew we had friends of the show and uh, and it's funny because most people uh, would just talk to me in person, uh, which was great. I mean I I love hearing from people yeah. and so like basically what would happen is I wouldn't hear anything for like three months and I'd be like God does anyone even listen? I mean I guess there's numbers going on on this page so it looks like well, you know maybe it's just my mom maybe it's my mom maybe my mom's just downloading it like a hundred times that's what it is but uh, Gee, thanks mom but then you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like shout out to moms, but uh, then uh, you know I'd go to Emerald City Comic Con and then I'd run into like you know a bunch of my friends that would be like, oh hey man, like love the show, so great. Like oh thank you, and it was kind of like I don't know, just like didn't really think to like you know mention it until they saw me in person. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, so like I wouldn't be too discouraged because yeah, even yeah, no. even in my other fridge days, I'm I guess I'm kind of used to it. But it's always great to hear from people. Uh, reviews are great. Suggestions for topics, I love feedback. Like I always want to feel like we have an actual like forum. We have an actual like dialogue going on with yes. people. You know, like I'm not just talking into the void and sending it out there. That's so, like, also because when when the whatnots first got started, Paul and I pre-recorded a bunch of episodes um just to yeah like not do the pod hiding thing i was like before Mm -hmm. we release something i want to know that we're both actually committed to this thing right Um, absolutely and so you know if if we can make it three months of pre-recording stuff then like that's fantastic and then we'll have like we won't go a week or two without a you know an episode not showing up um but after a while we got kind of tired of that um and no offense to people who did do it because i i i know we have a whole bunch of uh stuff pre-recorded for questionable commentary and you guys have already recorded the first episode of uh indie focus pod um but it like it's one of those things that yeah like if if we recorded an episode three months ago and released it finally and we do get the odd interaction it's like wait what what was i even talking about three months ago on some you know 
book that I that I read, and I've read a million things since. You know, yeah, it's, I don't. My memory's horrible, so it's always hard to like. Wait, which episode were you talking about? Yeah, That's always which fun. is why we do these live streams here on on Twitch because we want people to interact or follow along at yeah home. i think that's i think that's the most exciting um i i do view it as like basically i feel like we're making two different products i feel like the live radio thing is super dope and that's like probably the most exciting because you as a listener can actually interact right as we're speaking and actually have your question answered immediately yeah. which is really cool and as a listener i find value in that and as as someone that you know co-hosts the podcast i think that's really exciting as well because again then i i know someone's listening and actually like you know because i love hearing people's stories like whenever we'd get emails and stuff from out of the fridge we'd ask permission to read them on the air and, and yeah. you know because i love to to get that kind of feedback so when you know the uh, get it immediately is cool and, and i also like that you know once it's edited and whatever then it's like then it's a podcast and then it's like a, a slightly different product uh at that point that you can just take on the go with you yeah as well and i kind of exactly. i don't know i kind of like that it works on uh both of those levels um but yeah um it's a real trip you know the, the thing that's weird too that keeps happening to me um and i kind of i feel awkward about it it uh <laughs> is uh people still think i'm in out of the fridge like a lot of people still do and uh yeah. at first i was really confused about it i was like why is this because i left six months ago it was like a full six months ago people are behind but but pe- yeah but then yeah and then or I don't, they subscribe the first, like, I kind of, and don't actually listen like yeah, I, that was well, another wonder, thing with the potter and family stuff that's we what well that's what i wonder subs- that's what i wonder subscribe like, to our show and then just I. But it's like yeah, I'm talking about like like pe- people I actually like people I interact with in like real life though like you know because so, I can understand people online that don't actually like know me but I'm like like oh, people sure, will come yeah. to the shop and and they'll be like hey man Eric from out of the fridge I'm like hey and I guess I don't know part of me is like I mean you, you I, still did that about like it, you, so, you, yeah you, know, you still I, helped make that what show I'm, the way I'm. Yeah, the way I'm trying to view it now, because at first it was kind of upsetting, because uh, I'm like, ah, I don't do that anymore. It's awkward. But then I was like, yeah. I mean, I guess if you mean I was the guy on uh, the fridge, and that's just how you think of me, then that's cool. I guess. Um, I mean, it, it's I'm not. You know, I'm proud of my time with the show. It's it's you know um, something I really enjoyed doing. And yeah. I guess I don't know. I just get stubborn. I get so into like, here's what the project I'm doing now is. So like, you know, if you talk to me now, I'm like, well, yeah, like I'm 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 a member of the whatnots. I'm doing that. Dude, that was I don't, so I don't six months that... ago. Come on, man. Yeah, like that was the other phrase, yeah. Like but it's like I get I did yeah, but it's like I did do it for four years, so I mean I understand. Yeah. It's the same thing where it's like there's a guy at Fred Meyer that calls me OCC, which is the initials of the comic shop I work at, mm-hmm. Olympic Cards and Comics. So he, uh, but he calls me OCC like it's my name, and uh, he gets so excited. He works in the produce department, and uh, he will literally yell at me from across the store, like, like I'll OCC. Be like, oh. No, for real. He'll be like, "Hey, OCC, I read that Miles Morales dog. That was good." I'm like, "Oh, th- thanks, bro. <laughs> thank, thank you." I'm like trying to grab my sandwich and get back on my lunch break, like. Uh, looking around like as he scared five families like between us like yelling i'm like uh yeah thanks bro glad, glad, glad you liked it thank you but uh that's the same kind of thing where it's like anytime i go to a con and stuff it's like people you know know me from from the shop and so i know that you know someday i won't work there anymore but i'm still gonna be that guy for some people and like i, mean, I guess that's cool i mean I, I guess i should just view it as a positive thing that like yeah. i mean these people are, these people are happy to see you and so 
Um, I guess I'm just not used to that. Is I guess ultimately what I was aiming yeah. at. Is it's weird because I'm used to like, well, my friends know me because I'm Eric, but it's weird to me that I'm I'm that guy from that thing. <coughs> yeah. You know, like I don't exactly. know how to feel about that. That's weird. So like, it's cool. I mean, like the first time someone walked up to me and said, "You're Eric from out of the fridge," I fucking lost my mind. I was like, "Oh my god, someone knows who I am." It was my hater but it, you know it was cool uh they still knew who i was so that was so cool <laughs> yeah so, like um, it, it it was really funny because i i used to dead to dance and stuff like that it's been years since i've done that and even when i was making the whatnots with paul uh even paul would still be like oh yeah he's a fantastic d- d- dancer he used to do all that i was like no i was not good i j- did it for like four years and that was it and it was kind of a side thing like i mean it like it was my thing at the time but you know it was still like that's not me that's not the totality of who i am <laughs> Yeah, and it's I was like thank know, you that's... for the love, thank you for the hype, but that didn't work out well for me. Let's move on. <laughs> I'll be honest, that's been a big part of 2018 for me that's been very strange is um until this year I never really thought too much about others people's perceptions of me, you know? I'd always Crazy. just think, well, I'm I'm me. This is this is me. I'm I you know, I'm, a, I'm I'm a dad and I'm a husband and I'm a friend and like I work at a comic shop and like you know, that's that's whatever. If you know me, those are things that you you know about me. Like pretty simple. Just like I think of my friends in that regard. But then I don't I don't remember who the quote was, but the I'm gonna paraphrase. It was like basically like everyone. There's there's basically mold. There's like a myriad of versions of you. So like every single person yeah. has a different version of you than like the one that you have. And that fucked me up, man. For like a week when I read that quote, I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, because some people you know, are going to, like, look up to you and think you're, like, super amazing. And, like, I think that's weird and overwhelming. And then there's people that are going to think you're just tight And, like, that's cool. I know how to... That, that I can deal with. <laughs> that's usually my opinion of myself most days. Like, yeah, I'm all right. That's fine. That's, and that's always one of the fucking... weird the weird things for podcasting and stuff like... Or, or YouTube yeah. videos or what, 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 whatever. Like, if you, if you have some kind of inside scope to a person's life where you get to know them through their content you always start to feel like you know them and it's such yeah, a it weird, weird thing because uh it's not bad but... it, yeah i mean it, it's not a bad thing like i i would much rather be transparent and open on these podcasts right and and then not like hide who i am and stuff like that but it's it's weird there is someone out there that feels like I am their f- friend, and I've not met them, I've not talked to them, I don't know their name, you know, um, yeah. and it, like it's it's always like I I'm I'm not big enough where I can see that happening. Like I, 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 again, we don't have a very like interactive following here at the whatnots, but maybe it's out there you know and i know there's people out there who experience the same thing and they are like they have a very vocal fan base and stuff like that um greg miller from kind of honey calls all of his listeners his best friends right so like he i mean yeah 
through association, I am one of his best friends, but I've never met him. You know, I, I, I don't know who he actually is. I know his, his podcasts and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fascinating to think about. Speaking of Greg Miller though, uh, yeah, yeah, to, that's to, a good segue to our, our homegirl. Yeah, to kind of uh, kind of get back to housekeeping, which is one of the things I wanted to mention, and now I totally forget. I was like, let's do housekeeping so I can, you know, make this one certain point, and now I totally forget what that original p- p- point was. Uh, but Belinda Garcia, uh, who is a new contri- contributor and podcaster here at the Whatnots, and is working on indie focus uh, with with you, Eric. Uh, she oh, got yeah. to co-host yeah. Kind of Funny Games Daily on Friday, September seventh, which is t- today, the day that we are recording this, uh, but will be uh, last week by time this goes public. Um, which that that is fantastic. That was a huge deal. Yeah, that's huge. Um, I'll be honest here. I, I, I know I've mentioned on the show before. I'm I'm old and I'm out of it, man. Like I just don't know what's cool. I never <laughs> I never knew what was cool. I never did. But so even like being a podcaster, like like I don't know who like the Rooster Teeth people are. Like I've heard of Rooster Teeth. But I don't know who anyone is with anything. So like if they're a famous YouTuber or podcaster, I I probably don't even know their name. I've never Do you remember? I would never heard of Greg Miller until like two days ago. Uh, I just looked him up on Twitter, and he apparently has like an over a million followers. So I, I, yeah. I guess he's famous. I literally <laughs> had no idea who he was. Yeah. I, I'm not even joking. I have no idea. I'm so like fucking old and just I'm just an old crotchety. Well, old you man. you've you've heard of IGN, the video game. Yeah, like IGN. Website. I know I know IGN. I know the channel. He's, I used to frequent. He's one of the people that kind of helped get IGN to where it was in its peak or where it is now. Uh, and then him right. and a bunch of his friends left IG, IG, IGN, and they made kind of funny because um, they they were like, "Hey, this like we we've helped out this corporate thing, but we feel like we can kind of do it better on our own. Like we feel like we're being held back by the the, the whole like big corporate thing. You guys are a little bit slow on what the internet." likes and stuff like that and if we can kind of be a little more up to date that would be fantastic so they went and they started their own company and stuff like that um and uh rooster teeth you i you know the game halo do you ever remember red versus blue Uh, yeah my brother my brother sean got really into red versus blue yeah he used to watch a lot of the videos they're the ones that made red versus blue yeah, like I, like again, I, I, I had a. Vi- that's the only thing I know about them. Yeah, um, Red versus Blue was very funny. Uh, the stuff I saw of it, my, my it's, brother it's, used to buy It's on like Netflix, or um, most of it is. It's on Netflix there. Um, but yeah, they they do everything from podcasting to YouTube videos to movies. They they just released a movie called Bloodfest. Uh, which one of the actors in that is Ned is Ned Lillades from Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, nice! Yeah, I love him. 
yeah, so 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 they do all sorts of stuff like that. They're working on a new cartoon, uh, and one of the voice actors is um, oh fuck, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, the guy who was in uh, Black pa- Panther, not King T'Challa, but the other guy. Oh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Michael Beautiful yeah. Jordan. Michael Beautiful Jordan. Exactly. Um, him they he like he's one of the voice actors so like they do like huge stuff um but yeah they're uh kind of funny is out in san francisco and belinda is out there as well and uh i guess they met at one of the rooster teeth conventions and greg was like hey you need to come on my my, on my show that's Um, pretty dope and she was on today and she did fantastic so go check that out that'll be up on youtube at kind of or youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh so go go check yeah, that out and show that that's, that out. So that's, awesome. that's all the housekeeping i have oh. though belinda is uh, awesome i'm so, definitely glad to see her getting more uh more yeah. opportunities that is super, super i was dope. there in the la 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 live streams chatting it up with the people there it was cool it was good it was fun Fun stuff. Dope. Um, dope, dope. Have have. Let me ask you this. I have two mm-hmm. t- two more things I want to talk about. Uh, sure. First is one of the CW superhero shows, Black Lightning, and the second, and I will save that for last, is the new Spider-Man PS4 game. Dope. Um, I assumed we were going to talk about that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, been a little vocal about it, just a little bit. I, Which, understandable, it looks fucking amazing. It, it looks yeah. really good. Um, but, so, Black Lightning, you you just said you haven't seen it yet. I don't, okay, here's the thing. I don't actually watch a lot of superhero TV. Okay. That was going to be my next I just, Question. I just don't, uh, and it's not that I just like it. I just kind of, I don't. Know. Do you have again? I, cable? I, I'm easily distracted. I don't. I, I'm forgetful. So like, uh, I was watching, I was watching Flash and Arrow. Those were the last shows, and this was years ago now. Um, okay. I had been watching those religiously, um, and then I had my cancer surgery, and I was out of commission for about like three weeks. I was okay. just like hopped up on painkillers and just recovering and um i it's lost on netflix of, you can binge yeah it. i've i've thought about it i've thought about it um but i fell behind then and i never caught back up and uh i don't know, I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, that's okay um i i don't have cable so I don't watch them as they come out week to week but i watch them on netflix and i usually binge them all at the same time because uh, they they all do the like the the crossover episodes now it, it it's it's like the fucking comics now where like middle of the season they'll have a crossover e- event um which is kind of crazy but i i watched the first season of black lightning which is the newest uh cw dc show um yeah. and i i i, I re- heard it was great i i've heard nothing but great things 
I really, really enjoy all the other CW shows. So I was hype to watch Black Lightning finally. And I really didn't like it. I I I thought it was bad. I I I yeah. I don't know. I mean, so it's very obviously we are both pasty McPale white boys here. So a lot of that show isn't really geared towards me. Like I'm not the target audience per se. Um, But again, like I like all the other superhero TV shows. I'm a big comic book nerd. Like this is still up my alley. Um, I just think this the 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 writing was not great this the scripts were not great the acting uh not bad but you know not fantastic i think they try to touch on a lot of topics and subjects that are very that are very relevant and absolutely should be talked about i just don't think they ever really got in depth about them like they they mention them and that's about it i'm like but Hmm. you can like you can explore this topic you can go further um like like it's it's a black super hero it's a black family he is the principal of a school he's a super hero one of their daughters is lesbian and she's bullet roof and so they like they have all of this stuff that people are wanting in these mm-hmm. t- tv shows like they want minorities they want representation from um m- from marginalized c- communities that stuff is all there and it's fantastic i absolutely want this show to exist i just i think it could be better if, if that makes sense like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest. I, that's how I feel about like every show I've ever seen on the CW. Um, I mean, uh, I, like Arrow. Like, I call Arrow not Batman. Yeah, because Arrow it, just wants to be Batman so it, bad. It, and, Arrow like, has its ups and downs. It's absolutely Arrow, had and I like I liked seasons. it. I, wa- I like I watched it, but like and yeah, I, I never loved too, Arrow, and it felt like it could have been like I like Steve Amell. He seems like a really cool guy. I respect how much like effort he puts in the role both with working out and acting and everything and i liked a lot of the people on the show uh it was all like writing decisions you know that yeah. that i always questioned um especially when they started to get to the point where it was like oh he actually left the island all the time because he was like a secret agent i was like get the fuck out of here like i was yeah, like fucking i was ridiculous I, with that it stuff. was getting like, stupid it, it was getting this really is stupid. like, like sh- arrow has had its ups and downs absolutely there's been fantastic seasons and there's been some terrible ones uh same thing with the flash uh supergirl has had its fantastic moments and stuff like that and there, yeah. there's been some I stuff that's like supergirl, but it was um, the same. yeah, I, yeah I mean even like i remember watching the pilot of supergirl and i was like this is going to be fantastic i'm glad it exists it's not great yet you know like i i want it to be better and and it it did it it got better and uh black lightning did the same too it got better by the end there but it was still just like i i the most interesting characters were not the main characters um and 
they like they instead of having some kind of like cinematic theme song they had uh this rap song that was like their their theme song um which again like i understand their demographics so they're gonna have more hip-hop in in fluent stuff but it was a really really cheesy rap and it they played it like it was like on the nose of like the lyrics um and then they had i i i don't know if it's multiple verses from that same song but it was a rap about what was happening in the show and it would it would play in the background like it's exactly like what stan lee used to do in the comics so in that kind of meta narrative like it's kind of funny but it's one of those things it's like you don't need to have the the music in the background of the tv show be rapping to me what's happening in the tv show as it's happening like this is not yeah yeah, yeah. like that just make make the tv show um and so that was kind of cheesy um I don't know, man. I, I want to like this show so bad. I think the villains in this show were fantastic. Uh, one of the most interesting characters for me uh, was a villain named Lala. And, he, you know, he's he's your t- typical, like, gangster thug type of person. And uh, he ends up being killed, and then he's brought back to life. And he, like... People can physically see see him and interact with him and stuff like that, but he can also interact with people that he has killed. Like he can interact with their ghost and he's talking with them. So to other people, it looks like he's crazy and talking to himself <laughs> and, yeah. and stuff like that. But like he's not doing it in a Joker type of character, right? like he like he's he's having much more sane conversations and he's working through his problems with them and it like it it was inter- it was really really fascinating to see his character but they're like even the main character of black lightning i was just not into him at all um it's like your whole show is supposed to be about him guys he's supposed to be interesting um, and then he had his like Alfred t- t- type of character, his man in 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 the chair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a white guy, which I wouldn't mind. But again, it's the white guy who ends up being this father figure, reminding the black man of his pur- purpose why you're Mm. doing this and stuff like that and i'm like that that just seems really off to me and again i've said it a million times like i know i'm not necessarily the intended audience here but that doesn't seem like it fits with the rest of the show he's like you're supposed to be doing this you're supposed to believe in this you're supposed to do do, do, do this and that and they you know they butt heads and stuff from time to time but it's still like here's the white man who's supposedly the moral compass of this black superhero and i was like okay that i don't know whatever but uh i'm 
hope hopefully that show will get better in season two because I'm rooting for it. I want it to do fantastic. So we'll see. Cool. Yeah, I guess I'll have to check it out. I, yeah, it's I season I've one is on Netflix. It's only thirteen Legion episodes. Or any of those shows? I haven't watched any of them. I kind of forget that a lot of them even exist. I Zombie. A lot of them I've just oh, never. I Zombie is fucking amazing. I love um, I Zombie. I watched the pilot on Preacher and then promptly forgot about it. I just kind of. I, I watched know, season I, one of Preacher. Part and of it fell too off. is I can't when it's stuff that I can't watch. The around comic my is kids, fantastic. If it's something I can't watch around my kids, it usually means I can't watch it because yeah. Uh, well, that's why like, I watch like the pilot preacher like you know, one in the morning and well, you know <laughs> I work I work late at a comic shop and so uh, when I get home from work like I still haven't finished um, the first season of The Punisher um, and I thought it was great I loved what I saw of it but I was always so exhausted it's when I watched it that it was like cool because my family's always around which is great but yeah uh, so it's harder for me you know as a parent with little kids to watch that stuff too so that's a big part of the reason that i am just eternally behind on on everything speaking Um, of that season two of uh iron fist also came out today oh geez and i like i found out it was coming out today like three days ago and i was like oh shit like that uh I, didn't I had no idea. Yeah, like, I haven't seen. They, there's been no marketing. Je- was Jessica Jones? I haven't seen Jessica Jones season two. Jessica Jones uh, season two was good. It's it, again, it's a slow burn. Yeah, it has. I like the first one quite a bit. Downs. Uh, the net, so the, the Netflix stuff, from what I've seen of it, which is you know probably half of it, I guess at this point, uh, most of that I really like, um, with the exception of. Um, fucking yeah, Iron Fist, Iron Fist was, kind of was not good. Defenders, I don't think anyone liked it. Wasn't fantastic. Defenders, I watched the first one and yeah, forgot about it. Um, uh, they and yeah, I didn't just like, released I didn't like a Alexa. teaser for Daredevil season three as well. I think they released that nice. today. Yeah, season one of Daredevil was like man, almost perfect to me. And then like season two, I loved all the Punisher stuff, but I did not like Elektra at all. I didn't like her characterization. I thought they went a really weird place with her. Yeah, but uh, overall, it seems like with her, they had to do a lot of course correcting about what they could because like they were obviously building up to the Defenders and the Defenders probably fighting the, i mean I, I guess they they did spoiler alert they fought the hand the hand was the main bad guy but even in show to show the hand was different in each show so it was kind of like it, it didn't seem like they knew exactly what they wanted the bad guy to be and it was a lot of course correcting as the shows went on um yeah it didn't it didn't help with marvel's asian representation that like the only prominent asians were like uh, all villain drug give me a fucking know, daughters of the dragon and, show god damn yeah. you cowards like, i want that show it'd be so good colleen is fantastic she's like one of C- colleen yeah. and misty are underused in dude yeah oh my god seriously do a daughters of the dragon show like for real make that fucking come on love that drop iron fist like it's hot even though it's not hot because it's not good at all but get rid of it 
because it's a terrible show have him be like the hulk where he shows up in multiple people's shows he shows up in luke cage season two and he's fantastic mm-hmm. in that i'm like i want that danny that that's who yeah. i know from the comics um and his own show is terrible but uh yeah give me a yeah. daughters of the dragon show that would be amazing that'd be fucking dope i would love that so much I would love the that tribe so has much. spoken um but spider-man dude Whew. i hear it's a thing and i hear it's out it is a thing uh spider-man is out for ps4 it's an exclusive game i it it was available as of last night at midnight for me here on the east coast uh for you guys was last night at like 9 p.m uh but yeah i i stayed up till midnight and then i started playing the game and i was up till seven in the morning playing it so i I've played the first like seven hours. I am loving it so far. They nailed it. It is so, so good. And swinging around the city is so much fun. It is perfect. It takes a little bit to kind of figure it out and wrap your head around the controls. But once you do, oh man, it is so good. Um, It it, it, it is one. I, I know you have a ps4 if you eventually buy this game i think you will love it uh it is good good fun good stuff have 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 you played any of the batman arkham games yeah i beat the first one um it's kind of like that started i started on the second one um the problem i had was uh, a technical just you know whatever technology problem i guess because uh, the first one i played on my ps3 and so it was great no issues there loved it thought the story was great loved all the action it was super super fun um i bought the second one on steam for my computer and my computer is a fucking piece of shit and so it was just like lagging and stuttering all the time and so basically out of sheer frustration i had to stop playing it um but i liked what i played of the second one um so yeah, I've uh, yeah I've played some of the games and, and I thought they were, they were cool. Yeah, this is basically that same style of game. Um, that sounds dope. Except, so I guess you're more familiar with the original Arkham Asylum. Um, oh, for sure. That that was I mean it's I guess it's kind of an open world. It was a small one, but uh, this yeah you have the whole island of man. Hatton uh, to k- k- kind of swing around, um, and you can't. Yeah, like there's there's a whole bunch of like backpacks that are around the city from when he was in high school, and you know he had to change and stuff, so he webbed it up to the wall. You can go find those, and that will unlock points to help you unlock new suits and stuff like that. Um, See that bothers the nerd in me because the webbing is supposed to dissolve. I, in oh, an hour. I know it, I, that's one of the things. I'm like, that's not how it works. Really, guys? It's not how really, it works. Really, guys? That's not how webbing um, works. But whatever. But uh, it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> but 
but yeah, so there's that stuff. There's a whole bunch of landmarks that you can go take pictures of. You can go to uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum. You can go to the Wakandan nice. Embassy. Uh, Avengers Tower is there. Fisk Tower. Stuff like that. It's fantastic. You can go to uh, Fogwell's Gym. Stuff like that. It's so cool. And instead of it being that like dark brooding batman it's a lot more i mean it's it's what you know spider-man to be he's a lot more upbeat he's making j- j- jokes the entire time he's talking yeah. way too much and the bad guys are, are sitting there like he talks way too much just shut up dude like, <laughs> it's fantastic um so i'm i'm looking forward to diving back in tonight but i highly recommend it yeah. go check it out if if you guys have the time and money it is well worth it nice yeah it looks it looks fantastic i know a lot of a lot of my friends are playing it right now um it looks really 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 good um the disc drive died on my playstation 4 you mentioned really that yeah i'm mad about it um you can buy it I mean, I'm, digitally i'm sure like you can I download have. it yeah. but fucking a man like my computer my internet's really spotty and like I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not trying to do the download thing and have it just take up my whole fucking hard drive. Yeah. But uh, so I'll just I'll wait. I'll wait. Uh, also, yeah, I'd never buy new games. I just because uh, uh, really, again, I wouldn't really have time to play it anyway. True. So it would just kind of sit there. But it looks, one day though, it looks awesome. Yeah. You should my yeah? I'll I'll wait for like two years. Then it'll be like some thirty thirty dollar. Like, wait till like know, game of the year edition, and then I'll get it then. And then I still take me another like two or three years. Yeah, to, like, wait till like E three next year or Black Friday next year, and it'll be like hearty bucks. Yeah. So. But yeah, it looks it looks super dope. It looks really good. Hell uh, yeah! I'm really hyped about it. Uh, I know I've mentioned before, but I've got a few cosplay friends that uh, already have like the PS4 outfit and everything. So like, it looks really cool. I like that there's a new outfit because of it. It looks. Uh, yeah. I guess like there's a bunch of skins that you can unlock, and some of them are like exclusive to different systems. That would be annoying to me. Uh, um, well, it's it's only on PlayStation Four. So yeah, why was that? There was someone. Maybe it was like where you bought it. Maybe like uh, there was something where it's like I don't can, know. I think yeah, maybe if, you bought it from you, like Best Buy or whatever. There was some kind of thing where it was like, you if know, you got the different, different deluxe, deluxe skins. if you got the deluxe edition, it unlocked I think a couple of the suits early for you. Like I, I had the suit from Avenger from Avengers Infinity War. Uh, it had sure. Spider Man Noir and it had Spider Punk. Um, like already unlocked, um, but since then I've gotten like you. You have the the new suit for the game. Um, you have like the the classic suit, and you have the. I mean, I would call it the torment suit. It's the one that's all like ripped up and stuff like that. Uh, They have that one. They have Ben Riley. They have. Uh, kind of. I, I. It's not the. What do they call it? I guess the velocity suit. It looks like one of the ones uh, that he made when he was working at Horizon. In uh, oh, interesting. What color is it? It's it's like red and like a lighter, like light up blue. 
Um, it's not the like uh, you. you no, I know, I know you're talking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was he made that one in the lab. Yeah, that was like from the 2012, I think, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, it it was from whenever um, what's his name who j- just stopped writing it. Uh, yeah, Dan Slot. Dan Slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when when he was on the book, and doing yeah. all of that stuff, and Spider Man was working at. <sighs> horizon and making like the stealth suit and such and such he had a whole b- 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 bunch of them there i've seen a picture of uh one that looks like it is a cell shaded suit so i'm wondering if it's hmm. the if it's like a suit from a previous game it's like one of the old like the like the ultimate spider-man suit from those games cool could be stuff like that there's some there's some some neat stuff happening in that game um and supposedly miles morales is in the game somewhere man he fucking better be well i mean he is i've 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 not seen him yet but uh he's in there so sounds good dude yeah i think i think that kind of about wraps us up unless you have something else you wanna no i think dive uh, into i think we're good i think we're good there you go i had some earl gray tea and now i have to pee so (laughs) that's information you didn't need in your lives but you have it now hey stay hydrated folks Woo! hydrated and hydrated um yeah so that being said thank you guys for checking out the stream here on twitch uh or if you guys were it's it's on our website too i've like embedded our twitch chat and and stream thing into our website so it's just the whatnots.com slash live streams uh with an s at the end there um and yeah you can you don't even have to leave our website to watch our live streams um Thank you guys for checking it out. Uh, if you missed the live stream, that is okay. We put this up the following week on YouTube and on podcast services uh, around the globe. Now that we have our RSS feeds all fixed up, I'm going to work on getting us back up on Spotify. Because nice. uh, we used to be on Spotify when we had the original uh, RSS feed. So I need to email them. I have their e- email written down here and be like hey wink wink nudge nudge but go follow us on twitch and on youtube leave a review on itunes um go check out belinda garcia on kind of funny games daily uh what else anything else we need to plug here uh, i feel like we I got know. it all because we mentioned the questionable commentary and we mentioned yeah the new rss feed for all the shows you if know, you like Focus, this so. or any of our shows give us your hard-earned money we want it we need it we can keep the lights on and we can make bigger and better shows for you guys go to patreon.com slash the whatnots you can join for as little as a dollar it's a pocket change uh, and you guys can throw it our way and uh we can make sure this podcast and the whole operation stays afloat and you guys can get episodes early and stuff like that uh where can they find you on the interwebs eric i am at the bobby krogan on twitter 
and on Instagram, for my personal Instagram, uh, my professional Instagram is uh, Eric Mannix Photography with an underscore between Eric and, yeah, between an underscore between all the words. And uh, anyways, you search Eric Mannix Photography, there's only one, so you'll find me. Um, and yeah, just that's that's where I post things, I guess. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. That's good. it. I think that's everything. Sure, that cool. sounds good. And you guys can find me online at Hush315 on Twitter. And I'm the man behind the mask on the Whatnots Twitter as well, which is just at the Whatnots. Um, you guys can get all the updates for all of our shows on that Twitter. Go follow us uh, there. Like, share, yeah. subscribe, sell your soul, t- tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell someone you don't know on the street, whatever you got to do to help us out. Uh, and that would be much appreciated. Once again, this has been episode 21 of The Captain's Log. We will see you guys next week. Adios, guys. Bye.